My name is Chris Nizak, and I am playing Jameson Cree, the Prismatic Mage, and I am from Misdirected Mark Productions. I'm Brett B. from uh, Gaming and BS. I am playing big, brawny, very loyal family member Corby, the male fighter. I'm Tom from Knights of the Night. I'm playing Kelsey Fenn, the older sister to Corby. Hi, this is Kevin Lovecraft. Someone once was nice enough to say that I'm the glue between gaming and BS and misdirected Mark. I am playing Ashani Fenn. I'm Emily from She's a Super Geek, and I am your game master for this venture through the world of Avanti. From the Wednesday evening podcast all-stars, Avanti, Glitter, and Blood. I know that um, I'll be seeing some of you giving me the, the stink eye at... Uh, Suggesting that the Assassin's Guild and the um, Luminous Merchants, the Aerosmith Clan, have anything to do with one another. <clears throat> and uh, I apologize for that. Now, that. That's not me own idea. That, that is what the, uh, our, our heroes thought at the time. Now, of course, we all know better, don't we? that the the Assassin's Guild doesn't really exist. I mean, of course, you can find Assassins for Hire. You can find Assassins for Hire anywhere in this entire world. But uh, the Aerosmith clan certainly has nothing to do with them. <laughs> now, I don't know why, uh, why Kelsey got on the bad side of a merchanting clan, but obviously we don't have the whole story there. But uh, don't don't worry. They seem to have given the fly and arrow the slip, and are now trying to follow the swordfish saber to find Haven and the Storm Queen the fastest. And also, as as some of you you know, we're about to get into more of the uh, the grim part of the story. And well, no one. None of us had any idea what was really going on. I mean, slavery was supposed to be kept to, to, to Zavi, and the rest of the world had rejected the idea long ago that sentient folks of any kind should be kept as so-called property of others. Perhaps we were a bit naive. So if you have experiences with things like um, slavery or physical injuries inflicted by others, you may want to step outside for a smoke break, and I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a drink when you come back in. Now, it's not that big of an island. My plan is to stealth as quickly as possible, run across the island, dive into the water, use my cloak to swim out as far as possible to meet back up to the ship and basically grab it while it's sailing by as if it's not stopping per se, um, which right. will at least delay them long enough to have to search this small island. There are lots of trees. There's some jungle. So it would probably take them at least a little while to search. I'm going to need some stealth. It's 11. Now you have double move, right? I do. So you can swim up to 120 feet around? Actually, he can go farther because he can dash with his bonus action. So he can go 180 feet around. Yeah. Holy cow. True. Yes. Underwater. And underwater is the way I want to do it, too, to keep um, hidden as long as possible. Right. So you're probably able to find some water before you even get off the island. You don't have to, like, leap into the sea from a 
cliff or anything dramatic like that that might draw more attention to you. You're able to to catch up. The ship does come around just a, a little bit. They don't want to double back. They don't want to look like they're coming to pick you up. But they look like they are resuming course and takes you a little while, but you do eventually catch up with them. They're not going full speed. Right. I mean, we lose a, a um, rowboat in, in the whole ordeal. But when I get back on board, I just call the Jameson, hit it. We have to, I mean, can you, can you speed us along again? No, I can't. I don't have any magic left. Go like this. <laughs> no. Uh, okay. I, I blow in your face. <laughs> and with that blowing in your face, I oh. use my cantrip to put sparkles all over you. <laughs> you kind of, you can, you, you, you kind of had that coming, Kelsey. Like it's not like you didn't. Yeah, I, I did. I yeah, that I did. Yeah. I don't look down at you because you're the same size as me because we're both super freaking short. But I look at you and I'm like, take that, and then I walk away. <laughs> How did you not see that coming? I saw that coming. I do have a glow about me. There's a certain spark. What is the plan? You are currently moving. Well, I've got sending, which allows me to communicate up to 25 words at a distance up to one mile. I was going to reach out to Saber and say, hey, like leap out of the ocean and start showing us the way to go. And are you, you're looking to get to Haven? We might want to find somewhere else to rest. We just had a really long, nasty underwater Encounters like and so what forth. What the hammocks for, Corby? Oh, yeah. I figure we sleep on the boat, right? Oh yeah, yeah, we do that. I don't like sleeping on boats. Okay, fine, fine. So you figure that Saber giving you directions is going to be sort of like a crow flying. They're going to take the most direct route. That doesn't mean that you have to take that route. Yeah, it wants us to go that way. We could go north for two days and then eventually cut west. Sure, the ocean's only huge. Really easy to find. A fish out in the middle of the ocean and a floating island. That that sounds like a solid plan. That sending spell, is it a cantrip or is it a first level spell? <laughs> That's second level. And it's only one mile. One mile is not far on the ocean. Can't, so you can only read, you can't you can't give ideas? No, I can send okay, so, a twenty five word message and it can send a twenty five word message back, but it has to be within one mile. Does Saber understand common? Yes. I'm going to go hop in the water with my cloak of the manta ray. Hey! Swim over, swim over to Saber and let him know the situation. That we need to take a wide berth. So we need to go way around and then we'll go towards where we need to go. Does Saber understand me? Yes. Cool. Saber kind of gives you a, a slight head, you know, turn. And Saber is, is concerned. Saber can't communicate with you in words. She can understand words, but she can't say words back to you. But you can tell she's definitely concerned about that idea. She wants to go fast and direct. Do we need to be quick? I ask Saber. And Saber will nod. I go back to the ship. I tell Saber to wait a second, and then I go back to the ship, and I confer with my companions. Going around will take us time, and that is not good for our mission, uh, according to Saber. Saber is worried about this if we go, if we take our time and go around. It might be better if we just go back past the ship, and if we have to do battle with them, we do battle with them. My thing is, I'm just about tapped out. You're tapped out. Yeah, I think I think you two need to rest, and I think that the straightest path that we can take is probably the best. We're, we may have delayed them on the island, but I mean, we're not going to lose them on the high seas. There's, there's nowhere to hide here. 
I, I think we just go ahead as fast as possible. If you want, I can dive in and, and convey these messages to Sabre as you guys rest because you need it more than Corby or I. Sounds like a plan. I'm going to go to bed. I will talk to you all later. They decided to take a long rest, regain spell slots, etc. They reassembled the next morning. And Jameson once again jumped into the ocean to talk to Saber. Ashani, something catches your eye. There's something uh, gleaming against the sunlight. You get blinded for a second and then you, you turn around and you see something whizzing towards you, but you're able to catch it before it hits you. It's a small clockwork bird. Corby. Yes. You are looking around. You're not sure which way is east or west, but you're you know that there you know that there's a discussion happening. I figured that I gotta have a compass somewhere on me, I think, so I'm kinda sorta absently patting myself down, thinking I maybe have a compass. You turn around and look to the south, you see what looks like a body floating on the water. Oh, man overboard! I know that one. Man overboard, man overboard. I start running and yelling and pointing. Jameson, something's happening underneath your cloak. But you're not sure what. I, I check. You quickly check, and you can you can probably uh, tell this because you know the the water is. Uh, you can see a few feet in the water. The glitter cat has escaped w- the pocket you've put it in and is drifting downwards at an alarming rate. Oh no! I go get it. Hell yeah, <laughs> Kelsey. You are watching all of this happen, and you see Saber poke her head out of the water and look to the left and look to the right up and down and then she kind of points her long nose not directly east but a little bit southeast so she's no longer saying we need to go directly back east but we need to go southeast i uh relay that command to the helmsman and look in that direction to see if i can see anything specifically is it just a, a, a course adjustment, or is there something there? You've been moving to the west. You haven't stopped. But Sabre's mm. now, instead of pointing to the direct east, is pointing south-southeast. I tell the helmsman to adjust the course of the ship. Josiah heard Corby yell out man overboard and is swinging around to what looks like a, a body floating on the water. Jameson, okay. how about a deck save to see if you can catch the glitter cat? 23, because they're a little natural 20. Holy crap. Nice. Caught it with his left little toe. It starts dropping, and you make this sort of epic save. Um, But you feel a magnet pull. It's not quite strong enough to pull you down, but it is wanting to to pull you down and actually towards the south. Down and towards the south. Ashani, you recognize this. This is your family's work, a little clockwork messenger bird. And the bird opens its beak and out pops a little scroll. It is very short. It says, report back, status of the annoying one and the other two, and any knowledge gained of the Storm Queen. Remember to wind the bird, Grandmere. I am not the annoying one, by the way. Well, I think we all know who the annoying one is. Yeah, well, Kelsey, if you wouldn't act out like that, people wouldn't think you're annoying. All right, I'll dash off a quick note that everything seems to, in general, be going okay, although we've had a run-in with the Aerosmith clan, and we are now closing in on the Ocean Keeper. All hail the Ocean Keeper. All hail the Ocean Keeper. No, you learned about the Ocean Keeper. Do you mean the Storm Queen? Who we think is also the Ocean Keeper, right? Who we shouldn't hail, I'm just saying. 
and then I'll tuck that back into the beak of the bird and wind it up and toss it in the air. All right, and it it flies off back in the direction it came from, back in the direction of your home island. So congratulations, you've updated uh, the matriarch of your clan about what's going on. I figure it gives me like uh, a little bit of gravitas, if you will, since I'm reporting on y'all. Dead body! Dead body! We got a body overboard! <laughs> so Captain Stone is instructing people to, to bring the body on board, and as it is hoisted on board, you see pretty quickly it is a merfolk. No need a perception or medicine to see there's a gigantic hole blasted through her torso. It is obviously some sort of magical wound because it's cauterized, and so there's no blood, hence why this body was not eaten by predators. Corby... There are some markings on her shoulders. You know the type of markings. Okay. We're talking like tattoos, birthmarks. What are we... Magical branding. You've seen this before in Zavi. Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Look at this. Poke, 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 poke. Look at this. These are magical markings. It's like you put on slaves. That way you can keep track of them. Ooh, that's not nice. Is this a, a particular brand of a house or a slave owner that we're aware of? Corby would say probably, but he doesn't know which one. I'm not sure at all. Last I heard, there were slaves and people marked them. I'm pretty sure that's about the extent of my knowledge at this point. With a roll of six? Yes, it is. Yes, yes. You, you've only heard of walkers. You've never heard of swimmers being slaves. Ooh. Okay, yeah, this is not good. This is probably that whole uh, hmm. s- Storm Queen Keeper Ocean person. Storm Queen, Storm Queen, Storm Queen. Probably that person is causing this problem. I'm looking as smart as I can as I say that. Do you want to do a medicine roll or a... Not so great. <laughs> Told you. 100% dead. Glad we called the medic in on that one. I'll try Arcana what? to see if I can figure out the magical nature of the uh, wound, what's caused it. Yeah, that's a fumble. So I am just completely nonplussed by this wound. I'm just like, it's big, bad magic and... It'd probably take us out if it hit us. We are, we are not doing well on the rolls. Um, well, the, the ship's moving. There's a lot of dead bodies here. We're not used to seeing that waterlogged of a body. Well, it's not waterlogged because it's a merfolk. It was wet, so it's it's wet, so it's wet, so it's waterlogged. <laughs> I have just as much knowledge here as any physician. We've already proven that. <laughs> Damn it! All right, so Jameson. Is the cat going directly down, or is it going, like, at an angle? It's going at an angle towards the south. I won't just follow it. I mean, if it was going directly down, I'd go with it. But since it's not actually going directly down to a, to a location that seems like it's near, I'm just going to go back up to the ship and report. Hey, everybody. I found this really cool thing about my glitter cat. It is being pulled down into the south. I found a dead body. Yeah, look at that hole. That's... Wait, you're... I, your glitter cat was being pulled? There was no effect on you? Just the glitter cat? Correct. I presume there's a mountain of glitter somewhere drawing it towards it. That well could be. The great underwater glitter mines. But as Corby has mentioned, we have someone here that was killed potentially by a spell. Could you take a look at the body here? I take a look over the body. Uh, I'm not really sure. I, I, I kind of prod at it, put my hand over it, extend my magical senses. I only rolled a 13, though. You can't quite tell exactly what kind of magic this is, but you can tell that this is not this is not your type of magic. Your type of magic is studied and finessed raw power magic. 
Well, if I had to take my best guess, I would say a warlock or a sorcerer cast this spell or harnessed it, harnessed this power from somewhere, some other power source within themselves or beyond. They didn't conjure it like I would. Hmm. Hey, Jameson, have you seen this mark before? It's a slaver's mark. Have you seen this? Hmm, I don't know. Let me take a look. It's just—it's weird to see—it's weird to see fish people with this because normally, like you know, landwalkers have that. So that's weird. Am, am I rolling history? Am I rolling arcana? Yeah, go ahead and roll history. I think I got a twenty-one. Hey, we had a smart guy. Thank God. You—you <laughs> <laughs> you have seen marks like this in in books. You have not studied the magic that would make these brands because this is literally magic that is put into. Uh, an iron brand like you would like you brand cattle with and then brand it onto to people or to other creatures. Uh, but you you do recognize the the markings. It is it is a simplified version of the family crest of the ruling family of the Kuyong Island, the largest island in the Kuyong chain. But you've never seen it marked on some on a person before. I understand the theory behind the magic. These are slavers marks, correct? Correct. Uh, the magic binds them to their the a family or a person who binded them. You you put the magic in the the, the metal and then the metal is heated up and branded and transferred that way. But this symbol, it's some version of the Quiong family's crest, which I didn't know they kept slaves. I haven't ever heard of that. Also, it's very strange that this is on a on a swimmer, not a landwalker. What is Quiong uh, Island known specifically for? They are known for being the best trade facilitators. So they kind of capitalize off the other islands, great things that they do, and act as basically they, be, they become the middle person. I wonder what this body was doing all the way out here. Anybody speak with the dead? I look at Ashani. I think we all do. I do not partake of such dark magics. It's not part of the normal Mayim spell selection. We have a couple of choices, I suppose, Captain, and the rest of you. We can either follow Saber, and I think my cat wants to go in the same direction as Saber is being pulled in the same way, or we can go and find someone to speak with the dead. Uh, I hate to turn back at this point. The issue with going back is, I mean, we've promised Saber and the wonderful talking fish lady that we would get this done, and if we don't do that, then we're kind of breaking our promise. I mean, it's bad that this person's dead and all, but... I'm sure we can find somebody who can talk to the dead later on. I mean, they're not going. They're not going anywhere. They're still going to be dead. This is true. Yeah. Absolutely. Plus, this is our mission anyway. So, Captain, if you don't mind, we'd like to follow Saber and follow the swordfish. At this point during the trip, which of course takes time, I pull everyone together just to have a brief discussion. Okay, so I understand that we want to trust what saber is telling us as far as directions go but i think the question is what is saber basing this on we have a magical item that's telling us to go a slightly different direction similar but different i don't think there's any intelligence behind your glitter cat and i'm i might be wrong it's an awesome item i love it but perhaps we should be following that instead I understand what you're saying there, my friend Kelsey, but the swordfish is going to take us to Haven, and that's where we're supposed to go, so why don't we just follow the swordfish like we planned to begin with? But that's based on a preconceived idea that we need to go to Haven. We have something that's magical that's telling us to go somewhere else. Is that not more important? We talked to a magic fish person who told us that Haven was the place to go, though, Kelsey. Yeah. 
Haven's definitely the place to go. Also, the cat is taking us underwater. Like, do you want to go to the bottom of the ocean? To deal with the Storm Queen who was in charge of the underwater realm before she became the Storm Queen? I mean, that's assuming the cat even goes there. We don't even know what this cat is actually doing or what it's about. I bought it in a shop. I mean, I'm certainly outvoted here. I'm just stating. Yes, yes, you are, Corey. I mean, Kelsey, <laughs> Kelsey, Kelsey, aside from the fact that it's a magic cat that attracts glitter, which you hate, what other reason would we follow this cat other than it's pulling me down somewhere in the ocean? Valid, but one would also assume that someone like the Storm Queen is gathering magic to achieve whatever desire it is that she's aiming for. So perhaps it's a better compass than what... Uh, is an old map that points to a place that may have no relevance anymore. To actually remember, Haven can move around. Mm-hmm. Perception checks, please. Ah, shit. <laughs> Corby's like, no, I don't want to see a thing. Nine. Well, I'm, I'm forced to see it at a 21. Jameson and I eagle eyes. Mm-hmm. My assumption yeah, is... I, that's I, right, oh, that's man. 20, baby. Oh, everybody except for a shawnee. <laughs> I don't like arguing with Kelsey at all. So the fact that I'm standing on opposite her position on this, I'm gonna have to turn my back and like look out to sea anyway because I I can't look my sister in the eye when I totally completely well, disagree with her because that doesn't work well. As you're turning, Jameson has taken the cat out of his cloak again, and Corby, Jameson, and Kelsey, you all see something shiny drift off the merfolk shoulders and get pulled to the cat. What the hell was that? I look at the cat and where what came off of the and where it, where the shiny stuff that came off the body hit the cat. Like, what is it? Oh, it's a slaver mark, isn't it? I look for the slaver's mark. Is it still there? Yes. This looked like it came off of 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 the the back of her shoulder. There were not that they have this, but it almost looks like fiberglass, small shards of of you think glass. You're not sure though. These slaves, slavers are forcing these merfolk to work in the great underwater glitter mines. That's what's happening. Well, if the cat will pull us to the glitter mines, we could always throw the cat in the water and follow it. We could certainly use the glitter cat as a compass, uh, tie a rope to it, you know, throw it in the water, follow it type thing. Um. Splash, 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 splash. Saber's trying to get your attention. Hey, see, look, it's the fish. <laughs> and I, I look over she, she points a little <laughs> bit more south-southeast. So you can put together that Haven is moving currently. Follow the fish. Mm. Yeah. I vote fish. They'll still have the cat. I vote fish. Fish. Uh, follow the fish. I want to rub it in Kelsey's face, but I kind of don't. All right. Mr. Josiah, follow the fish. It's not the craziest thing I've ever done. It's no less crazy than following Well, at least it's a, a magical cat. item. This could be a normal swordfish. No, that swordfish is totally magic. That swordfish has that, that sword swordfish has attitude. So you set sail, going south southeast. Yes, if that's the way the fish is yes, going. Yes, that's the way the fish is going. So saber is going in front of you. You're probably just under a day. You're you're just because you haven't gone straight one way or another. You're probably about a day's sail from your island, and this seems to be going not exactly straight towards the fen island but fairly close well i'm watching i'm watching the horizon to see if there's a storm on the horizon i'm watching the fish because the fish is cool i am uh frequently going over to 
Jameson and asking him to show what direction the litter cat is currently pulling. But I'm also kind of avoiding Corby until it reaches a certain point where I can't anymore. And I have to pull him aside. Look at this fish, Kelsey. Look at this fish. Get over here. Look at this fish. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Brother, I need to talk to you for a bit. Okay. Uh, Shani made me vote. It's not my fault. No, no, it's not about that. It's not. It's about the ship that's chasing us. Yeah. And the fact that it's kind of my fault. Yeah. You know when I went off to that those those classes for training? <clears throat> yeah. Well, that wasn't really what it seemed to be. I'm going to slap her. <gasps> like, what the hell? You promised me. You promised. Listen, it was the only way that I could get the education that I needed. What what you taught me, the, the person you taught me to be, is, is the reason they're chasing us. Because I tried to leave that school, and they don't let people leave. They want to kill people that leave, and that's why they're chasing me. So I'm just telling you that that's the reason. And that, that, and that I didn't... I'm not as bad as you think I am because of the school I went to. I, I'm just not as bad as you think I am. Well, um, let's see. Right now you're a liar, so there, you got that going for you. I'm going to stomp off, wiping my eyes. I'm going to go cry quietly somewhere where she can't see me. Avanti, Glitter and Blood is played using Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition from Wizards of the Coast. Our theme music is Ghost Dance by Kevin McLeod. Hear more at incompetech.com. Be sure to check out our other awesome podcasts. She's a Super Geek, Knights of the Night, Misdirected Mark, and Gaming and BS. Well, I can't believe this is where this adventure is going, following a glitter cat. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I'm kind of, kind of, kind of unsure if I should. The wisdom, the wisdom of following a cat that magnetizes <laughs> glitter. Hmm. Let's talk about how your your options right now are following a magic cat or following a sentient swordfish. Right, right. And you say that this has nothing to do with anime, and I say you're full of shit. <laughs> At least this way, if the if the fish pisses us off, we can always eat it. Like the cat just leads us to more glitter, and that's annoying. Well, I just I'm just saying this is a these are I'm just trying to weigh the options.